Hi, hey. you're listening to Ask Your Dad. Oh, Don't ask yeah. me why. What? This podcast is named that. We're gonna dad. give out advice for free. For free. But we're not trained professionally. No, no. And you're gonna listen. Because we're your dads. <clears throat> I would like to open up the podcast today with some scripture from the book of Brenda. Ready? Shine like Vivi. Bad like Riri. Turn it on like TV. Mm. Drip on Fiji. Pop it in like a CD. Got my name on repeat. The girls want to be me. Mm. But these hoes can't see me. These hoes mm-hmm. can't see me. You got to do the John Cena hands when you say that part. You got to really feel the Holy Spirit with the like, John Cena yeah. hands. These hoes can't see me. Wrist on icy. And your boyfriend like me. And that's why the girls want to fight me. No matter what you do, <laughs> you gonna pay me respect when a bitch come through. I don't make the rules. I just make them all gag when I step in the room. Who loves me? You do. Okay. NFL, how I keep all these niggas running back. Let them know, let them know. Let them know, let them know. I want smoke. Mm, yeah. Crazy. And that, that right there, <laughs> that is gospel. That was it. <laughs> Which book was this? The Book, book of Brenda. Brenda. The Book okay. of Brenda. Chapter also, you could also call it the Book of Runway. There's options. Brie Runway, Brenda. You know, there's many a name for this very powerful, um, very holy Proverbs. Proverbs yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. All of those things. Uh, anyway, my name is Herman, and I have now watched Fire Island a grand total of like five times. So Ooh. that's embarrassing for me. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Tanama, and I found out yesterday that I am now five degrees of separation from Chris Evans. So I will not be taking any questions. Don't, don't mm-hmm. let me have it. Mm-hmm. Let me have it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And you're listening to <laughs> Ask Your Dad. Woo, we're here again. Tanama is back on the podcast. It has been nearly two years. About, yeah. Since um, she was last on the podcast, do you know what season it was when you were on the podcast? I don't know the season. I feel like it had to... Mm. Uh, not one? Mm. She had to think. <laughs> no, uh, I don't mean season See, of the oh, show. Yeah, we don't no, do it was Thanksgiving. That's yes, right. That's why I was like, okay. I don't... Is this... This is two? Very good. You worried <laughs> but, me for a moment. I was a yeah. little bit scared. <laughs> no, I, I remember our... Uh, Stuffing versus dressing, dressing conversation. Conversation. So. That's the title of the episode, too. Yeah, classic. Yeah. In those two years, what are the three biggest things that have changed in your life, do you think? <laughs> well, I graduated college. Woo-woo. You know, I... Oh, I'm about to sneeze. Ooh. Go ahead. Keep on talking. <laughs> I, um, I moved out of my family home, and... Yes, this is tied with that, but I moved cities, so that is I'm now a Bay Area baddie. Um, Bay Area with, baddie with my Allbirds and my North Face. Though I need a new North Face, <laughs> should probably get a Patagonia. Um, but yeah, those are I think those are the big. Oh, yeah, those are the big three. Graduated, moved. What was the last thing? I said I moved out of my. I moved to a new city, but okay. I guess that's, I moved, I moved. Okay. Yeah. So I got a job, like a ah, first big girl job. Work, so big girl that, job. Was, that was it. Yeah. Come on. Paychecks, salaries, <laughs> 401k, bills, all yes. of those things. Yes. Work, work, work. Trying to get like you, big dog. Mm. Trying to get like you. <laughs> I'm like, 
home doesn't seem so bad anymore. Then you go home, you and you're know. Like, oh, let you me know? let me go back to my little little apartment. We hang exactly. out there for a bit. I went home this weekend because my yeah. cousin graduated from high school. Shout out Jasmine Sherman. What a queen. She she did the things. Um, but I just realized being in that close proximity with that many Liberian people, I said, <laughs> Oh, I made the correct choice. <laughs> How are your ears doing? Like after being there? It was very loud. Yeah. Not even not even just people, but also mm-hmm. music. And then they you keep know. turning the music up because mm-hmm. people keep talking louder. And there would just be fresh babies at this part. Let me set yes. the scene because not everybody who – probably 2% of the people who listen to this podcast are Liberian. <laughs> it will be usually, you know, people don't buy houses for the types of parties that they want to be throwing. Because yeah. you would think, right, if I'm going to have a lot of people in my house all the time, right. I'm going to get a house with a basement. With something with a space. spacious entertainment backyard situation, no, it'd be a square <laughs> living room, a square living room with everybody and their mama in it. People going into the kitchen a little Pictures bit. Maybe there's the maybe walls. there's a dining room in a Liberian <laughs> home. Maybe mm. if you're lucky, there's a dining room to to carry up the extra space, but usually not. <laughs> um, and the DJ station is in the living room, so everybody's just all cramped up together and you have these mm-hmm. fresh babies walking around with a tablets in their hand no headphones in sight because who cares about their hearing right yeah. music turned up to 2007 voices turned up to 3011 and it's just loud and fun and festive and anything any 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 accomplishment in your life big or small will be an excuse for a liberian party yes Little John John just just graduated from kindergarten. Everybody's flying out Bring from all over the place. <laughs> Literally. People are coming from Wisconsin, from California, everywhere. And we throw in a big old party for this little boy's birthday. And the little boy's asleep in the other room. <laughs> Does he know we're here? Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll be all soon. They did two parties. They did one Friday night right after Jasmine's graduation. And that was like, you know, Jasmine was a part of the festivities. It was fine. It was a fun time. The next day, they wanted to do a barbecue. Jasmine wasn't even there the whole day because she oh. had she was at Bush Gardens. She went to an amusement park for her senior trip. I'm she happy came back for her, but she came back like hours, hours later, her. and everybody's like still partying, and she's like dead tired. Like I just want to go to bed. <laughs> That's the worst. And then you get in trouble if you don't go say hi to people. It's like, mm-hmm. fix your face. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like I'm exhausted, but precisely. Congratulations, you know, she's better than me because I would have been like, well, guess I'm not going home tonight. So she's going to be a stenographer. <laughs> okay. That's what she's going to go to go study to get her little. That's ultrasound. I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's how she explained it to me. She said something about babies. And I said, okay, cool. Amazing. <laughs> yes. I said, how long, uh, how many years of school does that take? She said it's just two years, but she's going to get her undergraduate degree. So she's going to go for all four and then do like, I guess at the tail end, the two years that it, the specific training for that. Which is cool. Good for her. I wish that yeah. I did something practical like that. You know, <laughs> every day my parents are like, so remind me how your degree works in this job that you're doing. And I'm like, it's all kind of connected. You it's know, all, it, it all works out. Web. So, it's yeah, I know. And not a day goes by where I'm like, I should have chosen something else. I love it, but I should have chosen something else. So. I think that if I were to restart, like if I were to go back in time, I think I mm-hmm. would have done psychology. And then I would have got my master's. Okay. I was going to say, and then what? Cause, you know, because everybody was like, Herman, get your master's, get your master's. And I said, I study communication studies. 
So if I go to get my master's, the broad range of things <laughs> that I can study is too yeah. much. And I wasn't thinking about going to get my master's. So the grades are not going to get me into the places that I need to be to make it purposeful. It will just be another two years of waste Listen, of money. I was not planning on being where I am right now. So my plan was to do something else. And so now I'm where I am where I am. And now I have to figure out what I'm going to do with that. But I mm-hmm. will say my director was like have you considered a, have you considered studying communications and i was like i'm glad you asked no um <laughs> <a big> <laughs> thanks <laughs> literally i was like uh no i don't think i have but i think com is the bomb.com like to study yeah. like it's like a really cool like you learn a lot about like mm-hmm. people in life and the structures of our world and stuff like that but in the terms of like studying com to get a job like i don't recommend that for you yeah if you want to be a scholar like, if you want to be maybe a teacher, no. if you want to maybe be an orator, you know, give speeches, politics, something like that, sure, mm-hmm. go ahead, go study communication studies. Those are all helpful things. If not, I suggest you minor in communication and do something else. Right. <laughs> and, and that was the thing that I was talking about. It was like, I, I studied public health. I really am not in a place where, like, going back to, because she's like, oh, just go study communications i was like so you <laughs> you want me to go back to school for another like four years to for study another non-specific something? thing yeah i was like so i can continue earning what i'm earning no baby i'm not doing that literally no. i was like why like it makes no sense i can understand if you're like oh here's something i think you'd be great in go get a master's degree in that by all means yes but to go back and do my undergrad again Mm-mm. it'd have to be something completely out of left like I would go back and do like computer science. Being in mm-hmm. Silicon Valley, I would do that. Mm-hmm. However, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I just don't like. I don't want to do that. I want. I want what I studied to be enough, and for it, it's gonna have to make it work. Like I'm going to have to do stuff with this degree, and right. I can only build off of it just because right. I. Again, everyone's like, oh, you have time. I personally don't have the desire though to go back and do it. I don't at this even. Point. The thought of assignments, no. essays, any of that stuff. It just makes me... Mm. I'm just too me, far removed mm. now. It's, mm. I, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do, do it, it either. I'm completely, completely checked out. But yeah. speaking of people who are completely checked out, mm. I would like to open today's Man Cave segment by talking about a man who deserves just a, just a quick pop in the head. Okay. Like, I wish he had a black mama so a black mama could pop him in the head. Okay. And that man is <laughs> Liam Payne. I told everyone last week that I really wanted to talk about this. And it's kind of, it's not, no, it's not old news because there's a development that yeah. added to it. But I don't know if you heard, but Liam Payne, you were a One Direction fan, yes? Oh, yes. I had an I Heart Liam shirt, so let me go dig that oh, up really quick. Ooh, ooh. Okay, listen, listen, I'm not attached. I don't, this is Harry's house. Okay. This is Harry's home. Fair. So. Fair. Did you Say hear you about know. this? Did you hear about this? I've been hearing, hearing bits and pieces. So let's okay. just dive let's, in. I'll, let's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm really just regurgitating what I heard on a podcast. Um, not a podcast, on a TikTok. Okay. About a podcast. But uh, when I tell you what the podcast is, you're going to say, mm, no, I, good I thing think you I've, listen to the TikTok. It's Logan Paul's podcast. <laughs> it's Logan it? Paul's yeah. podcast. <laughs> or is it Jake okay. Paul? It's a Paul brother. Podcast. It's a Paul brother. I don't even. Uh, exactly. I, I could not tell the difference. Precisely. Them, so. Maybe it's both of them. Maybe they have a podcast together. 
You know what? I'm going to Google it. <laughs> I'm just going to Google it just to be fair, you know? We don't want to be too too mean. This is about... The real issue here is Liam Payne. Let's not, not send the Paul brothers the after Paul you. The Paul brothers. Exactly. <laughs> Logan Paul podcast. Impulsive. Mmm. No. It's called Impulsive? Is it really? Oh, no. I think that that's the one, then. Mm-hmm. But doesn't Jake... Wait. Logan. I don't think Jake Paul... I feel like Logan is the better speaker than Logan Jake. Logan is the older brother, right? Jake is the younger one? Jake is the younger one. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Logan Paul's podcast. Okay. That Impulsive is a terrible name for a podcast. I am so sorry. Puns? I'm, but I think it describes a lot of... His choices and yeah. actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that's what he was thinking when he chose that name. Anyway. So hear me out. Like. For whatever <laughs> cockamamie reason, Liam Payne... Mm-hmm. Man of much, much, much money and much, mm-hmm. much, much number ones and much, much, much accolades. Not not in his solo career, let me be clear. In his time in One Direction. Decided to take himself onto this podcast, which I feel like is should be beneath him. I think. Right? Right? <laughs> like, this should be like a, okay, I'm really, I need People something. who I would expect on a Logan Paul podcast, maybe like... I'm trying to think of some low tier artists, not in terms of their content, but in terms of their like, like they would need to be on Logan Paul's podcast to gain some notoriety. I'm trying to think of some and I can't really off the top of my head because I don't really pay attention to people in that. Maybe what's her name? What's the build a bitch girl? Bella Porch. Porch? I could see Bella Porch on on a Logan Paul podcast because she's like an internet girl. It feels like the same level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I hear versus a Liam Payne on this podcast. It feels like we're grasping for attention. Don't you have Billboard Awards? Exactly. (laughs) Supposed to be here. So that was my first red flag in this interview. But I come to learn through this TikTok that Liam went into this interview one attempting to say that he could take Logan Paul in a fight. Which okay. I don't know a lot about the Paul brothers, but I know for whatever cockamamie reason they be doing fights and stuff like they that. Do. Like they yeah. are pretty experienced and they've been fighting against people who are much more um in Inks. like the MMA. Oh, world. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like what's that KSI, who's also yeah. an internet person but seems to be a good fighter for some reason. And then I also vaguely remember seeing Logan Paul fighting that guy from Love Island that was a boxer, Tommy Fury. And I assume he's a good boxer because he has a boxer build. Anyway, this we're getting so far away from the point. Anyway, back to the point. He went on this podcast. Was just it just it just was like he was like it's almost like a pick me moment where he was mm-hmm. just like I just want attention. I'm just gonna say all these things that are unpopular opinions and attention. All all to the point of eventually saying that he believes that he was the leader of One Direction. <laughs> I'm sorry. That Simon Cowell told him that specifically. Okay, first of all. That he basically said, like, hey, you're going to come with me. You're going to be in this little group, and I'm going to set you up for superstardom. Let me... Okay. Let me readjust how I'm sitting so I can... (laughs) Liam, respectfully. No, disrespectfully. Even if he said that, what about you, like, leaving? Or about... Okay, they're taking a break. What about this break makes you think that that has continued? Like, I can name maybe one Liam Payne song. I like, I can um, name songs for I like, else. um, Family, 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 Family. I have with not. With J Balvin. But J Balvin's <laughs> what makes that song good. It's not really Liam Payne that makes it good. It could have just been a J Balvin song. 
Anyway. I know he has a song with Dixie D'Amelio. I've never heard it, but I oh, heard that he girl. does. Right. See, you right. see what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm so, saying? <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, maybe at some point I could see you being the leader, but I don't think that that was like a, you're the best. I think it was like, you're probably the most mature. Or most responsible. Older, you're more responsible. Mm-hmm. And also, he like auditioned for X Factor solo before the One Direction round. And uh, I, I don't remember why he didn't make it. Like It was either he wasn't old enough or he was... No, he was old enough because they wouldn't let him audition. I think he just wasn't ready and so he didn't get through. Mm-hmm. So it was like him coming back was like big, but then it's like, okay, you're put in a boy band. Yeah, you're okay. going to stand out, See, but... you giving that little piece of thing... <laughs> this is what happened. I'm going to lay it out for you. This is what <laughs> happened, right? Liam came that second time, right? Mm-hmm. They decided they were going to put all these boys together, but they were like, mm, this is Liam's second time coming to the show. He's going to feel a way about the fact that he's making it through, but he's making it through with a group. We want him to feel confident so that he gives his best performance right. going forward so this group works. So I'm me, Simon Cowell, I'm going to walk over to this little boy and I'm going to say, hey, you're putting this new group for a reason. We want you to lead them. We want you to to like you know keep the group afloat we want you to be the mature one we want you to blah 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 blah. and liam payne being a child and his prefrontal cortex is not fully developed he's like okay (laughs) i'm the (laughs) leader of one direction (laughs) right and he just hung on to that for the rest of his life (laughs) also because i i don't think there was really like a leader like i feel like some groups and bands yeah there's like a clearly defined like this person calls the shots but like in one direction, it just kind of seemed like. Can they I say were something rude? Boys. Can I yes. say something really Go rude? Ahead. Go for ahead. me, for you to be a leader of a group and for it to matter, your group needs to be doing one or more of these things. There needs to be choreography happening. Right. I agree. There needs to be group vocals happening, stacked harmonies happening when you perform live, which usually was not happening with One yeah. Direction. There's, there's different kinds of, of pop groups. There's the pop groups where it's, like, definitely about the individuals in the group. And then there's yes. pop groups that's, like, it's a group and we're performing together. One Direction was about the individuals yeah. in the group. And I think a lot of that is just how they got their start. Like, they didn't come as a band. They didn't right. come with the intention of being a band. They came with the intention of being solo artists right. who were then formed into a band. So I, right. I agree with you on it was the individuals and... Some of them got more time to shine. Some of them didn't, which was unfortunate. Some of them are able to continue their solo career on without having to go on a Paul Brother podcast. That's just the way that it <laughs> That's is. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. So what is, the fuck does it mean to us for you to say you were the leader of One Direction when it's we like, see now that you're on the Paul podcast? And it's like 10 years too late. Like maybe I would have cared in like 2012 when you said this, but like literally, it's 2022. Like... <laughs> Okay, what you want? What do you want me to do? My shirts don't fit me anymore. I'm not gonna go out there in an I Heart Liam shirt Fair. and defend you. Like Liam, you're on your own for this. He also yeah. said that he disliked Louis like a couple of different times. Like he said that like he and Louis didn't that. get along. Which I don't like Louis, but I wasn't in a band with him, so I can say that as much as I, I can want. say that. That's not my coworker. It just feels like <laughs> random to bring up. It, it, once again, it feels ten years too late. Like also, it's one of those things where it's like. We are normal, average people, like Paul Brothers included, right? Mm -hmm. Liam, if he had done what like Harry did, what Zayn did, what any other member of One Direction did, right? He would not be there. And 
to me, like, I know Harry Styles. Harry Styles does not know me. But I feel like there's still, like, some levels of separation there. Now I feel like I'm one of Liam's old friends. And I feel like I can just walk up to him and start talking to him about anybody and anything. Because he's made it seem so accessible. And, like, right. you know, some celebrities, it's like, like Beyonce, right? It's one of those, like, parasocial relationships where it's like, I know her family. Right, I know. Mm-hmm. I know what she's doing. I know these things going on. But I don't know Beyonce. She lets me know what right. I want to know. Right, Liam has let us know too much. He's let us know far too much. It's time to stop Liam it's paying. It's time to... Literally. It's like, you can't do this. So maybe he's looking for a new manager. And if he is, Liam, if you're somehow this gets in contact with you i have no experience but i know when to tell people to shut up so right. i can help you if right. that's what you need you True. know True. but yeah he a mess i'm really glad that you brought up beyonce because that's a, a pretty nice segue into our next topic yes which is the fact that beyonce giselle knows quarter uh, we're gonna say that again <laughs> beyonce giselle knows carter decided to take her uh mm-hmm avatars off of all of her social media platforms yeah what does this mean for us are your wallets ready what does ready? this mean for us mine My are not. Is not ready i know <laughs> what 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 really i was like okay maybe this doesn't mean anything but if you go on beyonce.com mm-hmm. right me... and you go on the search bar and you search b7 show me what pops up okay oh today's sasha obama's birthday <laughs> I think it was like a day or two ago. Well, Beyonce.com says it's because it's like birthday. blog posts. So it's what just all the blog B7? posts are line up. B7, B7. What is a B7? Okay. This page is not a thing. Try again. Baby, yes, it is. Now go ahead and just type Beyonce.com slash B7 in like your. Instead of your, search? Yeah, instead of searching it in the top thing. It says this page is not a thing. Try again. There's one. I don't, I don't know what you have to do, but there's one page that you get to where it says. We broke something. the internet, sorry, or something like that. Anyway, she's playing games with us, is um, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely gathered that. And I know, like, normally Tuesdays are, like, when new music and, like, anything, like, digital, at least this is from my, like, you know, fandom days, were released. So I was like, okay, this timing kind of might make sense, especially because people didn't notice it till the t- tail end of last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, Tuesday is coming. It's long enough where we'll keep guessing. But then I'm like, but it's June. Like, this just feels random. Unless she's going for a fall tour. But then I'm like, I feel like Beyonce usually releases music for the summer. You know? I don't think that Beyonce is releasing music for the purpose of touring anymore. You're, oh, you're right. She doesn't want to take any liability, you know, with... True. But I also... 19 reasons not to. Here's the thing. Something that I, I, I realized, because Ariana Grande does this, and I mm. wish that more artists would do this. I really like when artists tour on two albums. Oh, you're right. I really yeah. like when you release one body of work, even if it's like an EP or something, mm-hmm. and then you w- let that simmer a little bit, and then you do like one more surprise thing, and mm-hmm. that's when you announce the tour. Because then it's like, I can expect all of this new music live, as opposed to, I can expect these 10 or 11 songs plus all your old stuff. You know what I mean? Right. It feels yeah. more like I'm going for this moment, like this era kind of thing. She's and like, I don't know if Beyonce three, would do that. So. But I, I, I also don't know if three. Like she's she, a mom, she she's a busy lady. Yeah, I feel like that would make the most sense for her. Like she's clearly stated she wants to be with her family, but she also wants to continue her career. Like mm-hmm. it makes the most sense to take notes from Ari and pivot. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And COVID I, definitely, I think, did not help her because 
at this point, she's going to have to tour with two albums. I would not be surprised if Beyonce has had, like, an album done and ready since, like, 2020. And she was just like, ooh. Because my thought process in 2020 was Ungodly Hour is coming out. And she was like, I don't want to compete. Hmm. Not compete, because it wouldn't be a yeah. competition. But yeah. she was like, I want Chloe and Hallie to have their moment All this year. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure she was like, okay, they're going to release their album. And then maybe in the fall, maybe beginning 2021, mm-hmm. I'll do my next album. And then COVID happened. And she was like, fuck y'all. I will <laughs> go sit over here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll be over here. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that's... Um, I agree. And I think also having the reminder of Ungodly Hour makes it more like... Oh, yeah. Like, because I, I think that she would definitely consider all that. I think that as much as we like to think she's like, album, like, no. Everything she does is thought out. It's very meticulous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And I feel like she's, you know, she was really posting a lot during, like, during, well, yeah, during COVID, like, the early parts and stuff like that. And just has, like, very much tried to have us keep up in, like, a very subtle way. And she's released, mm-hmm. like, she released, like, what, Black is King? But, like, that was really about it, and that was two years ago now. Yeah. I still watch it too frequently. But it's one of those things where it's like, okay, this kind of makes sense for the direction that she's going in. Right. I still don't even think – I think maybe we'll get a single. I don't think we're yeah. going to get an album for the same reason as the Ungodly Hour thing because Chloe has an album coming out this year. So yeah. I don't think that she would put out an album, at least not in the same quarter. Yeah. And Chloe's album looks like it's probably coming out – july august september range okay she by charade <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh july august september july august september i only say that because chloe keeps on saying like oh it's a summer album oh it's a summer album oh it's a summer album and then i'm like the summer is quickly <laughs> passing it's like when um stores say opening winter 2020 mm-hmm. which like what month there are so many months in winter. You gotta pick one. You, you gotta say pick winter. one. Like, you gotta pick one. The season? Just all of it? Okay, thanks. Speaking of which, this episode is coming out, if I'm if time allows me, on mm-hmm. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. By Wednesday, I'm going to be getting ready to go to D.C. for something in the Water Festival. Oh, nice. Which is Pharrell's big old festival with a bunch of artists that I really like that are in it. I'm gonna see Omar Apollo. I'm gonna okay. see Chloe and Hallie. I'm going to see Lucky Day, which is all very exciting, and some other really great, amazing artists. But I say all that to say, because Chloe and Hallie is performing at, like, summer festivals, because I think they're performing at Essence, too, because they normally perform at Essence. It's, like, a standard at this point, I feel like. And so I feel like because they're performing together this summer, I don't think that Chloe's album is going to come out summer, summer. You know what I'm saying? Because if Chloe's album comes out and then she has a Chloe and a Hallie performance date, that's like weird because people that are going to be weird. expecting Chloe songs, but Hallie is sitting right there with her guitar like, hi, guys, <laughs> you know, so I <laughs> feel like it's going to be more September. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. It's just. It's one of those things where I'm always just like, just tell us one. Don't I, w- I don't I really wish all of this, like, just give us a date so that we know. And I feel like they kind of know to some extent, like, OK, we'll be done performing together at this point. Mm-hmm. So then I can like pivot and do more solo performances i think it's also i think the music industry they also like they hesitate to to say like when stuff is coming out because they also want to see what the other artists are doing 
and they don't want to release something the same day as another artist or another like big trend that's happening. And so at least for like Beyonce and people associated with Beyonce, I feel like they re- they tell you when it's coming out like the month of. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like yeah. the first and they'll be like coming out on the 15th and you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm ready now. <laughs> All right. Say less. No, I hear that. I mean, it's kind of like everyone was saying, poor Jack Harlow, he released his new album on the same day that um, uh, Multiverse of Madness came out. And I was like, that did not what? even affect it. Right. Anything. I was like, I the don't think that has to do with it. album was just as bad. Right. I was like, no, it's because he like tricked us into thinking, I don't even, what is it, first class? I was like, okay, this is going to be a good song. It's and a good then hook. it came out, right. And I was like, this is not what we were sampling. This is not what I was hearing this on the internet. white man said, I give her sweet, sweet, sweet semen on his song. And he whispered it yeah. too. He was like five feet away from the mic. Sweet semen. He was like whispering like way far like, away. Let's have a conversation about this. <laughs> Who thought this was a good idea? And then to put... To blame Multiverse of Madness on it, I was like, the movie is not that long that you can like, that oh, that's why people aren't listening. No, it's really People probably put your album on, on the drive home from watching Literally, the Literally, I'm like, but I'm like, even then I'm like, okay, there is some overlap in these fandoms, but even then I think that if people really want to listen, they would have listened. Period. But I will say, I'm on the fence. I kind of want to try his... Ooh. <clears throat> okay. Mm. Yeah. Apologies. Right? Uh, you know. I'm with there. I kind of want to try his KFC meal, but then I'm also like, no. When have KFC, I? Okay, so see, like, wh- being on the East that? Coast, I can no longer go to KFC because Bojangles is right there. I don't know if you know what Bojangles is. I know what it is, but I've never had it. It is basically a much classier KFC. And I don't mean classier as in like <laughs> fancy. I mean classier as in Target versus Walmart. Oh, okay. See, I hear that. Um, and I raise you canes because I feel like that's no, 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 no. see, no, see, 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 right, okay, right, right, okay, here. okay. I, it, I, right? I've uh, muddied so the waters. KFC <laughs> is Walmart, Bojangles is Target, Canes is like a boutique, like it's not even like it's oh, not the okay, same okay. thing, okay, it's like okay. not the same genre, you know what I mean? No, Canes okay, is a little valid. different. It's because an acquired taste. It's an acquired strips. taste. It's a little fancy, and it's an acquired taste. So I feel like it's a boutique. It's like people who go to Canes have know. a relationship with Canes. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? Valid. Where does Popeyes fall into this? Or is Popeyes not even? Popeyes. I feel like KFC and Popeyes to me are like the same. Popeyes, thing. I feel like maybe falls in the the Target Walmart. zone. Really? I feel like Popeyes is nice. No, I haven't really had Popeyes. Okay. I, I can't really speak I think on it. I you no you see the like you see the internet's take on it and then I'm like I've never experienced that in person so I'm like like there's always you know there was like the whole chicken the sandwich. sandwich debacle mm-hmm. there's like the workers fighting customers apparently but I'm like I've personally never seen this right. so I'm like I I hear it but I'm gonna still go to Popeyes just because one it's close to me and two I I I cannot tell you the last time I saw a KFC here I can't. So, we'll go to Popeyes. Fair. But, Fair. Um, you were saying, what, 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 what were we starting off with this dude? <laughs> girl. Holly, Holly. Girl. Oh, okay, okay, okay. One thing I want to say, and then yes, we're going to close yes. the main cave segment because we're just going to spiral. Um, <laughs> lately, there's been certain people on the internet 
mm-hmm. who have been claiming that Chloe and Hallie are the op, that they oh. are working with the feds. Okay. Because what is his name? <laughs> the one, the one that people said was dating Chloe, but was never actually dating Chloe. Oh. What is his name? Oh. Hold on, I'm gonna Google. I it. don't know his name, but I know his face. What is his name? Chloe and and let me see what hat pops. Gunna. It, okay, Gunna. I was like, is it Gunna? So he was part of that group of ne'er do wells who <laughs> all got locked up for gang oh, affiliation. Oh, you're right. Okay, right. I was like, it's been pretty quiet on that end. Right. That's why. Okay. For gang affiliation mm-hmm. stuff, I don't really know all the details, but there are many articles you could read, many uh, pages you could go on, many googles yeah. you could goog. Um, and. That was that. That was when Chloe had to really start coming out and being like, "We were not dating. We were never dating. Ah, <laughs> never <done>. dating. <laughs> we never dating." Like, I do not know that man. <laughs> I have never been associated with him. Which is true because I remember you texted me. Yeah. A while, like in the fall, you photos of them together in like a store or something, mm-hmm. and I was saying like the angles of this kind of looks like it's a music video, and you were like, yes. "I don't know for sure." And then the music video ended up coming out with the right. same I was like, Thank looks. God. And we're like, "Whoo." <laughs> because <laughs> they were all up on each other and i was like mm, this is not a it great just look seemed so random and like mm-hmm. strange i was like mm-hmm. like okay chloe do your thing but like with him it's a no with Ghana? it's a no for me chloe gonna not so. anyway hallie was dating ddg is that his name dg I, I saw it but D-D- i was like i don't know how to pronounce this like i it's one of those names where you're like I know it. It's I DDG. Should it be as hard? What is but his I, government I just, name? I can't. Because I would like to call him that instead of DDG. <laughs> Daryl. Oh, his name is Daryl Dwayne Granberry, and that's why he goes by DDG. If my We're going to call him Daryl Dwayne Granberry, I too would go by DDG. Mm-hmm. But Daryl, welcome. I'm going to call him Daryl. <laughs> anyway, Hallie and Daryl have been dating for a while. There's a cute video of them circling the internet of them singing a Negro spiritual. I think I saw that, yes. And I was like, okay. In a little tent. <laughs> he was so excited. I mean, if I were dating like a vocalist like that, I would be excited if I ever made them like interested in my voice at any time. I'd be like, yay. <laughs> I did I something. I would too. I don't know if I'd let them post it on the internet because as we've discovered, my voice is not steady. She gone crack. So we try, but we not successful. But good for Hallie and Daryl. Anyway, not so good for Hallie and Daryl because Daryl, it's Hallie. It's Hallie. Oh, you're right. Sorry. I'm like. Daryl also got locked up very recently for gun possession, driving around with a gun. Okay. Um, But he was released on bail or something. So he got some court dates coming up, but it looked Mm -hmm. like it's okay. But anyway, because of these two things happening and people connecting Chloe with Gunna and Hallie yeah. being connected with Daryl. People are saying they're the op. Oh, and they're no. Reporting, they're <laughs> thinking that Chloe and Hallie are reporting people to the police. That's okay. In some way, which is stupid. That's okay. Like, it's funny because it is stupid. Because it's like, <laughs> but what would they, what would they gain? One. One. And then two, who, like, that would be such a random connection to be like, oh, well, let's just get these two random girls over here. Because they're not even like. Don't they like live in LA? Yeah. And all Well, right now Hallie like... is in Atlanta. Not me being oh. their momager. Hallie's in Atlanta so... because she's filming she's filming um The Color Purple right now. Okay. Which Chloe is also in Atlanta because 
they're preparing to do these performances and stuff. and stuff. Yeah. I just, I can see where people would get that, but correlation is not causation. Exactly. So I'm going to go ahead and say no. No. It's just weird. Precisely. <laughs> but, but I think it is a good time. It to talk about the fact that Ungodly Hour came out two years ago. And ever since Ungodly Hour came out, not only have they been stepping on our necks musically, but they they achieved their purpose. When they were releasing that album and all their interviews, they were talking about, like, everyone just thinks that we're, like, kids. Like, and we're not really kids. Like, we're, we're, we're pretty adults. decently adults yeah. now. And so we just wanted to release an album that changed that perception, you know, for us a little bit. And ever since, every single thing that they perception do is on the news. Changed. I know. Everything <laughs> that they do is on the news. We, <laughs> so... We got into a whole like family debacle because of because of Miss Hallie, or sorry, no, because of Miss Chloe. Mm-hmm. And I was literally like, she's just trying to live her life and just like explore who she is. That's just not appropriate. But like, she's just trying to live. Like, if it's yeah. not appropriate, don't show it to your kids. I like literally. that's just the, that's just what it is. There are some things that are meant to be consumed by children and others that are not. This is not. Let Miss Chloe do her thing. Period. Period. And that's that's where we're gonna end this man cave segment. Let women do their thing. That's yes. that's the through line of all of these um, stories. Even Jack Harlow. <laughs> 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 we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna do some advice. Are you looking for a quick and easy way to give back to the LGBT community this Pride Month? Well, I got one for you, baby. At prettyallrightgoods.com, we are donating $1 from every sale of every love card to the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project is this really great organization who works to provide free counseling and 24-7 suicide prevention services for LGBT youth. And on top of donating to an amazing cause, you can check out some of the cards that I wrote, some of which are LGBT targeted. I don't want to say targeted. That doesn't sound like it's an assassination or something. I just mean that I wrote some cards from an LGBT plus perspective as an LGBT person working at Pretty Alright Goods. So you can check those out too. So check out one of our love cards at prettyallrightgoods.com or donate directly to The Trevor Project at thetrevorproject.org. All right, everybody, we are back for the titular segment of the podcast ask your dad the segment where we give help to people who requested it and some people who did not request it at all and if you personally want to request some help or some advice you can send us an email at just ask your dad at gmail.com or you could dm us on instagram or on twitter at ask your dad pod and we will get to your tea but today we're starting with some reddit mess mm. Tenema, are you excited? I weirdly, I loved Reddit drama. Like, isn't it great? It's it's just strangers on the internet, and I'm like, I have no connection. I can keep reading and scrolling. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yes, I love it. The awkward thing for me is that I do have a connection because I'm putting their business out on the internet, and then oh. sometimes we get messages, and they're like, Oh my gosh, I listened, and thank you so much for blah 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 blah. Or sometimes it's like, I don't really agree with blah 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 blah. <laughs> Here's so, where you're wrong. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, sorry. So you know. It comes with the territory, I guess. Um, let's. Th- you can decide which one we do first. Okay. I'm just going to give you a term. And then you can... Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, we need to okay. decide the naming theme for this for this episode. If you okay. have a genre 
or characters or something that you want us to do off the dome, let me know. Automatically, the first thing that came to mind is like Euphoria. So we've done a lot of Euphoria names. You're so. fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that's coming to mind is Toy Story. Okay, let's do Toy Story. So, yeah, let's Woody and Jesse, what's going on? Shout out Chris Evans. Right. Um, <laughs> let's. Okay, we're gonna start with a with a buzz then. Mm. Just just pick between OnlyFans, <laughs> pregnancy, mm. money, mm. meth, and gym. Let's go with uh, meth for 200. Meth for 200. <laughs> All right. So this is from Buzz. Okay. Mm, this is a long one. Okay. Buzz with the meth. Buzz with the meth. Okay. So Buzz says, there's a meth house next to me. It was recently foreclosed on, but an eviction could take 90 days. I am looking for creative solutions to push them out sooner. It's getting dangerous. So, to preface, I am an empathetic person, but I have ran out of patience. A few days ago, an armed group pushed their way into the house next door, looking for someone they suspect of beating a girl. Whether or not that person is there, whether or not this beating happened, someone was so convinced... Oh, wait, hold on. I skipped raping and beating a girl. Oh, okay. It gets worse. Context, yeah. Whether or not the rape happened, someone was so convinced a child rapist is in the house that they are prepared to gun them down themselves. The police won't enter the house. It can't be verified if that person lives there because there are between 15 and 30 people there at all times. They are selling and smoking in the yard and in broad daylight what I believe to be meth. What? Hmm. I'm going to finish your story, but I have a question. The police are aware and their hands are tied because a warrant is one and done situation if they search it and can't prosecute they will likely lose all leverage and the criminal activity will likely increase we don't have hard evidence linking them to drugs we are building the case for stolen property mainly bikes but it's not exactly a nail in the coffin we are in ohio and despite the factor that there hasn't been running water in a month and what i suspect to be hundreds of code and 311 complaints i don't know what those are from everyone in a three block radius dozens of on dozens of police dispatches the house has not been condemned, and they have not been removed. The cops threaten them with charges, tell them they have 24 hours to leave, etc. The house is pending sale at foreclosure and should sell in the next two weeks. But after that, an eviction will be an additional 60 days if the new owner files right away. We are not even sure the sale will go through. We are not even sure the buyer has driven, has driven by to understand the situation. We can't wait that long. Dangerous people are coming by the property. The activity increases every day. It's a nightmare for our neighborhood. The law isn't on our side on this. What can we do? I didn't post this in legal advice because there doesn't seem to be a legal route other than wait for eviction. Oh my gosh. There's also a lot of facts. The previous owner is dead, and that's why the house is being sold. Um, Some steps that they've already taken. They have four cameras pointed at their side of the property. Everyone in the neighborhood reports every day. We have a community liaison officer who visits multiple times a week to give as much support as they can. And we are trying to connect the bikes, the stolen bikes to the property. So what are, what are some other things that they can do? Um, I don't know that I am qualified to answer this. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know if anyone on Reddit is qualified to answer this question. Yeah. I mean, I think like there's only so much you can do, but I think the thing you have to remember is, Anything you're going to do, they're going to do back, but they're going to be on meth when they do it. <laughs> they're going to be on so... meth. And it seems like there's gang activity going yeah. on. It seems like there's layers to it's this. It's like one of those things where it's like your best solution might not 
to be like it might be to do nothing yeah. because at you're a normal person like these are people who have resources that you don't and it might not end how you want it to it did say under this it said um that one of the things they're considering is going to the news and being as obnoxious as possible and recording them openly um, I don't think that you should risk your life to record yeah. them openly, but I do think going to the news is interesting because this story, while crazy and concerning, seems like something that you would see on the news. Yes. And so I feel like getting news people out there, if you, I don't know, I don't know how you go about doing that, but getting news people out there would put a lot of attention. And if I know anything about people who be doing, sh- doing mm. dirt, mm. they don't want cameras on them. So no. maybe it will stop the things. What I don't want y'all to do is connect yourself to the fact that this the news people are coming out because I don't want you guys to be right. these innocent neighbors to be targeted by these shady people. And it wouldn't people. be hard to figure out where you live. You are literally their literally neighbors. neighbors. So mm-hmm. it's really in your best interest not to be the face of it and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. Like, I think, like I said, you've done what you can do, right? You've recorded, you've reported. Like The police be there around. You right. Know. But it's like after some point, it's like, like the police are saying, like if they want to have a like strong case, they can't just be going in. Right. So you have to like take a different approach, and I think that's yeah. fine. I think the also... news is a good. Uh, I think trying to get at least get a story out there, even if they don't come out in person, so people know what's happening, like in the community that this is happening more than yeah. just in the neighborhood. I feel like that's probably the best thing you could do. That would make the most sense. Make some TikToks about this. This sounds. I'm, it sounds like I'm. Up. It sounds like I'm like devaluing what's going on, but really, genuinely, like stuff like this goes crazy on TikTok. No, it really. I because I mean I think about like wasn't there like someone on TikTok whose neighbors were being racist and like someone wasn't the police weren't doing something I think so like TikTok and I think Twitter all came together and like provided this family with like 24 hours like guard watch basically like mm-hmm. someone would sit outside and watch and make sure she got to her car safely like cause she i think was a single parent i could be making up details about this woman's life but like she literally she just needed that extra help and they did it mm-hmm. and i think eventually a solution came or something happened where it was like okay this is better but like as an individual you cannot do much but take it to the internet there if i mean not reddit Take it to, you know, TikTok. Yeah. People empathize with that a lot over there. So. Yeah. Day one of living next to a meth dealer. Day two of living next to a meth <laughs> dealer. You know, you can make a little... POV. Yeah. Neighbors you can a make, meth dealer. You can make some stuff happen. Make some stuff shake. Good luck, Buzz. Please do not be a vigilante. Mm. <laughs> you said you had a question, though. Oh, I did have a question. Yeah. My question was, how do you know... Like, what connotes this is a meth deal versus this is a weed deal versus this is a pill deal you know what i mean no i hear what you're saying um i once way back when i was an ra i had a let me let me restate that when i was a resident assistant because one time i said nra and someone was like you're in the nra and i was like baby don't say that so let me let me let me enunciate Mm -hmm. when i was a resident assistant in a past life um i had a not my resident. I had a resident tell me that it sounded like their neighbor was doing meth. And I was like, rewind. What does that sound like? <laughs> right. I was like, it sounds like they're doing this. Because I was like, I, this is interesting because I don't know what that sounds like. And she was like, yeah, like, 
I just know. And I was like, okay, I don't want to discredit you because if you know, you know, but I don't know what that sounds like. Mm -hmm. So it's very valid to how do you know the difference? I want to say it's just based off smells and context clues. But even then, I don't know that I would know if it were happening in front of me. So props to Buzz for knowing what's going on because I would have just been like, they're loud. Straight over my head. (laughs) Yeah. Precisely. All right. So the next person is Woody. Okay. Woody's 27, and Woody got a woman pregnant and has no idea what to do. I need some serious life advice right now. I met a 25-year-old woman on Hinge about two months back, and we did instantly hit it off, and she's super attractive. She lives about two hours from me and has two kids of her own. She made a trip to where I lived so that we could spend a weekend together, and we ended up having sex. She told me she had an IUD. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I didn't wear protection, but never finished in her or anything like that. We didn't think anything of it, and she obviously went back home, and we continued talking. Since we are longer distance, we haven't gotten the chance to see each other again because we are both busy and work and other things going on. She texted me about two weeks ago, and she said she had pregnancy symptoms and ended up testing positive on a pregnancy test. She went and got an ultrasound, and sure enough, she has a baby from me in there. Is that what an ultrasound tells you? I it does don't... not. Okay. That's an ultrasound not... tells you that the baby is in there. Yeah, it does not, not say who from it's from. <laughs> it's like, oh, would you look at that? That's Woody's baby. That's not how that works. Our initial reaction was to abort, given our circumstances. And so we set an appointment for it. But she told me today that she actually wants to keep the baby. I have no unearthly idea on what to do. I'm so confused. I'm so stressed. Hold on. And I don't know what the right thing to do would be. I don't have the finances for a child right now. I won't have any kind of help for my family. I have only hung out with this woman once, so I don't even have a good idea if I truly like her or not. And she also already has two kids of her own. She said that she would be completely fine raising the child by herself, as she does have a ton of help and is good with her finances. But I feel like I would be living the rest of my life in regret that I won't be there to help raise my child and be a good father. Has anyone else been in a similar situation? Any help would be greatly appreciated. I would like to just step in really quick as the owner of a podcast that is greatly influenced by poor fatherhood. Um, I think that there's this like really unpopular, no, this really popular, but like incorrect opinion Mm -hmm. that you have to have money to be a good parent. Mm -hmm. And while you do need money to feed and clothe and keep your child safe. There are plenty of people who grew up in low-income households that are doing great things, that Mm -hmm. are happy and healthy and thriving, because even though they didn't have a lot of money, they had a lot of love and security and support in their home, right? Say it, yeah. A child could have all of the money in the world. Yep. But if their parents do not pay attention to them... They might end up in the same situations as a child with no money at all. Right. So if this woman is telling you that she is secure in the fact that she could raise this child with her additional two children and her support system and her village that she has, your response then isn't, okay, I'm not in this child's life at all. (laughs) It should be, okay, I'm going to find, I'm going to start changing my finances so that I can also contribute to this child and also be present in this child's life. And also, 
again, you still don't even know if this is your child. So that's no. all that's all Let's, very far right. in the future. <laughs> Find out if the child is yours. Step one, especially because I'm like, I know you can do like paternity tests like in the womb. And to me, that would be something that would make sense to do first, right? Confirm it's your child. Okay, great. You've acknowledged that you have financial issues, but as we said, finances like you can be a great parent and have zero dollars to your name, but you can also have thousands of dollars to your name and be a terrible parent because you're not there for your child. You don't need millions to be there. And if this, uh, if the, you know, if the person is saying, "I have money, I have resources to help care for this child," you literally just have to be in the child's life. And I yeah. get like the fear of, oh, I don't know this person, but also the truth is, I'm gonna tell you what my parents told me. It takes mm-hmm. one time. That's it only it takes, takes. once. It doesn't take more than that. And as much as, oh, I didn't finish on her. Um, hello, pre-cum is a thing. It I'm pretty exist. sure you can, I'm pretty sure that's all you need. And it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, yes, not expected, kind of expected, but like this is your outcome and now you, you know, you have a choice to make. And if you're going to make the choice that this child is going to live, then, you know, you can be a part of its life without having to contribute financially. Or contribute a large amount financially. Right. You know, a little bit might help. Right. I mean, some clothes here and there. Some birthday gifts. Give some formula or something. You you know, know, exactly. Precisely. But yeah, I I think it's one of those things where questions like this are always, like, interesting to me. Because I'm like, you can, I can tell you what to do as many times. But at the end of the day, I'm not left with the consequences or the, like, choices to do anything. So it's like, I feel like I, I don't know what to say, you know, because right. like, you need to make the choice that's best for you right. because what I say might be what I would do and what right. I would do might not be what you want to do. So, but I wholeheartedly believe, I think that it's a woman's choice whether oh, she's yes. going to keep the baby or not. Right. Yeah. But I, this is going to sound bad, Ooh. but <laughs> I think if the woman decides that she's going to keep the baby. Mm hmm. As the father, you now have no choice but to be in the child's life. Personally, that's what I believe. Unless the woman has explicitly said, it's okay, like it's completely fine. But even then, the child is still going to likely seek you out. Yeah. I think, and to go off what you're saying, I think what would be hard is like, then as a parental figure who's chosen not to be a part of their life, I think you have to acknowledge that that child is going to potentially resent you at some point mm-hmm. or they're going to want nothing to like they're going to they're either going to want you in their life or they're going to be like no like i'm i'm good like i have right. my support system this is the these people are my family i don't know you and so it's, it's one of those things where you can't hard. come back later no. and be like and, oh plot right. twist now i want right. to be in your life right and you that, have to now it has be, to be on that child's terms cuz you right. made your choice that would be that would be my only thing is I'd say if you choose not to be a part of their life as hard as it's going to be you have to acknowledge that that's what you've chosen and you can't like pop in and out that mm-hmm. to me is just way worse than just being yeah. like this person just doesn't exist to me versus yeah. well they were there for this birthday and this holiday but not these other things in between like you're either in or you're out and you like you can't you can't just come in and out. That's just mm-hmm. not fair to the child. You know? Give me insecure flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but again, I think also the most important thing is to be like open and communicative with mm-hmm. your new, not partner, but 
the mother of your possible child. Yeah. Because if you two aren't on the same page, even if you're not in a relationship, that trickles down to the child. Like, yeah. you need to be on the same page about, like, what you're doing, what the plans are, all that stuff. And don't right. be afraid if you're uncomfortable with something or whatever to express your discomfort or yeah. express a difference of opinion or whatever. Agreed. That's all we got for you, Woody. Good luck. <laughs> Good, good luck. <laughs> we'll do one more advice one, and then we'll do maybe like an Am I the Asshole and then wrap it up. Okay. Okay. We're just going to do Am I the Asshole. Okay, cool. I've changed my mind. Because I'm looking at these other ones, and I'm I'm not interested. Oh, I guess we could do this one. We could do this one. This one seems chill. Okay. We're going to call this person um, Army Man. Army Man, okay. Army Man says... Gym friend told me to eat carbs instead of protein, and now I'm fat. Joined same gym my friend goes to. He's pretty ripped and seems to know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I asked him for advice on what to eat to get ripped like him. He told me to load up on carbs and keep protein to a minimum. Told me to eat bread after each workout and fries. (laughs) Needless to say, I've been putting on weight and not making any gains after a month of four days a week workouts. I asked him why he thinks I'm not seeing any results yet. He asked what I'm eating, and I told him, loads of carbs throughout the day, basically. He told me to set an alarm for 3 a.m. and eat a packet of cookies because the sugar will stimulate muscle growth. I took his advice and started eating cookies and candy at 3 a.m. each morning and then went back to sleep. Within a month of doing this, I was getting fatter. I lost the will to go to the gym. I just craved sugar. My girlfriend then broke up with me. And I have now found out my gym friend is seeing her. This seems fake. This does not seem real. There's too many details in here that make me think Google is free. Did you not at one point think, no, let me, let me search. After doing some research, he did. Oh, I read that protein is what I should have been eating more of, not carbs. Should I confront this guy? I feel like he just ruined my life. I'm a fat mess now and single. Sort of scared of him, though. Sort of scared of him? I mean, (laughs) understandable. Um, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I think, though you're scared, you need to beat his ass. Because that is not fair. But also, I'm going to say, you should have done the research before you asked him. And asking him should have been just like, this is what I'm reading. Is this true? But also, it sounds like that friend was out to get you from the jump. So. Can I also say, this is kind of separate from this. (laughs) You, (laughs) if you're a person who's Mm -hmm. not built or is, who struggles with their weight, whose weight Mm -hmm. like goes up and down, you should not really be going to your ripped friends. Nope for advice on getting your body the way that you want it to look because and this is a thing that not a lot of people know because media makes us think that this is not the thing our bodies are mostly genetic there's like a genetic destiny for most people's bodies and because of that there's not like a one size fits all in terms of working out in terms of diet that's going to get you the body that you want because our bodies react differently to different things and also the amount that you have to do the the what is the 
like the routine that you have to set for yourself mm-hmm. differs from person to person based mm-hmm. on your personal body type. And also, there are just certain body types, depending on your genetics, that are just not going to be accessible to you. No, that's true. Yeah. So you, it's better to like go in talking to like your healthcare people, yeah. your your doctor, your maybe professionals in even someone some professionals, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, someone who has access to your health is yeah. probably a better position to go to if you want to make a drastic jump in the way that your body looks. Yeah. But just being healthy, sure, there's things that we can go across even, the board. Even then, health, like, size is not indicative of health. Like, exactly. You can weigh anything along the spectrum and be the healthiest compared to someone else. And also, your, like, like you said, it comes down to genetics. Your peak healthy is not going to be the same as someone else's peak healthy Mm -hmm. so i think you have to remember that like it's going to look different and so part of it is just straight up like you have to consider these the other part of it is your friend set you up but also it's like you if you want to achieve this i think you you can do it it's not impossible it's just it's gonna take different steps than probably what your friend is did that worked for them or what they're telling you right to do, so right yeah right and i and <laughs> the the crazy part of this story to me is just the girlfriend thing it's like is this it's your friend one month? right it's like <laughs> i'm thinking maybe this has been going on for more than a month and the timing is just a little too perfect but also like the carbs thing is really 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 confusing for me yeah because i've heard of like junk what is it called it's like it's like Basically, you just eat, like, junk food or whatever, and you work out consistently. It's not carbo-loading, because that's specifically for, like, to burn the carbs. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's, like, where Um, you just, like, eat whatever. Like, you eat, like, fast food or whatever, and you're just working out consistently. And for some people's bodies, that, like, works to build muscle for whatever reason. I don't know. And I don't know if maybe that's what he was trying to tell you to do, because he was suggesting candy and sugar and all kinds of craziness. It's the 3 a.m. cookies that, like, threw me off, where I was, like, I just want to know if you ever asked, are you doing these things? It's, that to me sounds like what they did to bulk, but even then I'm like, that's like what then happens know, to bro. all of that. Like, I don't know. I, I again, this is maybe not the podcast to ask. You didn't mm-hmm. ask. We we sought you out. I'm so sorry um, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't believe in bulking personally. I believe your body is not like we're not mannequins, you know. So your peak health or your peak sexy doesn't have to look like freaking men's magazine or whatever. It, it can look like whatever it is for you. And so personally, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think this also cuz I think people have this idea that like when I'm at this weight, I will be like I'll look like this, I'll feel like this, I'll be like this. But it's mm-hmm. like you have no idea. Like you you could get to that weight and your your body might just be like this is not it like we're right. not doing this so exactly yeah. I don't know that one's maybe ask the Paul brothers maybe they'll have a better idea <laughs> yeah I would I would try to for instance okay this is my like final thing because I think this this will actually help you probably I would look up people bodybuilders whatever. Mm-hmm. That have your starting body type, the body type that you started with, mm-hmm. who have worked to whatever your goal is. I would do some research and find people like that and see what they did 
to get to where they are and not people who were born out of the womb with abs. Yeah. Because I have a feeling, based on the suggestions that your friend made, that he has never really struggled with building muscle or struggled with looking physically whatever, you know? Yeah. No, I think that's valid. Okay. <sighs> that's it for you, whatever your name is. What what, we, what name? Slinky. No, we did Army Man. Army Man. We did Army Sorry. Man. Yeah. Okay. We're going to end with an Am I the Asshole, and then we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. Okay. This one is really funny. So we're going to do this one. <laughs> Give me one more Toy Story name. Uh, Who's your fave? My fave? I was with Jesse girl. We could do Jesse. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Jesse asks, am I the asshole for not helping pay for my cousin's graduation present after he insulted BTS? <laughs> Read the story. <laughs> Read the story. Because <laughs> I'm already... <laughs> Read the story. <laughs> Recently... My 18-year-old aunt and her family came to stay with us after my uncle lost his job. They have a son who's 14. Wait. We're going to call him 18 Frank. 18-year-old aunt? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Recently, the person writing is 18. Oh, I was like, The person who's track. writing this is 18. And their okay. aunt... <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. Like, That's so true. I didn't even like resonate the fact that I just said 18-year-old aunt and 14-year-old son. Anyway. Like, all right. <laughs> Recently, my aunt and her family came to stay with us after my uncle lost his job. They have a son, who's 14, who we'll call Frank. For the past couple of years, Frank has fallen behind in school. However, for the second half of 8th grade, he really pulled it together and started getting all A's in his classes. Now he's on track to graduate with honors. Why does this have anything to do with the story? Anyway, 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 anyway. Everyone in our family, including me, is so proud of him. Even though my family isn't extremely well off, we decided to all chip in and buy Frank a new PS5 as a reward since he loves gaming. That's cute. My parents would pay for $200 of it. I'd pay $200 and my sister would pay $100. We just wanted to bring Frank some happiness since he's never had new electronics like his friends due to his parents' financial situation. Frank didn't know about this. His parents do know and we were planning on surprising him. The issue started a few weeks ago. I love the K-pop group BTS, but I understand that they're not up to everyone's tastes. Mm-hmm. Frank went in my room when I wasn't there and found my BTS albums, which started a whole chain reaction of insults directed at BTS. Every chance he gets, he feels the need to critique them by saying that their music is torture to listen to and that the members are ugly and that I'm stupid for liking them. He also keeps on saying that their dancing is trash and their singing voices sound like strangled cows. This isn't just a few offhand offhand comments. It's literally all he talks about with me anymore. Mind you, I've never forced him or any members of my family to listen to BTS. I've asked Frank to stop saying these things about BTS many times over the past few weeks, but he just keeps on saying it's just his opinion and I can't stop him from expressing it. I said he's free to dislike them, but to please not insult them like that around me because it hurts my feelings and it's honestly extremely annoying to hear someone constantly insult something you like. He just ignores me. My parents, my aunt, and uncle claim that he's just being a kid and that I'm too sensitive. Finally, I snapped. I went to my aunt and uncle and told them that I would no longer be paying for the $200 for the PS5. I said that since Frank constantly feels the need to insult my interests, I see no reason to pay for his. Since then, all hell has broke all hell has broken loose in my house. Neither my parents nor my aunt and uncle are in any financial position to pay my portion themselves. So if I don't pay the two hundred, Frank doesn't get the PS5. 
Betty oh. Boots. They've come to me multiple times to try and get me to change my mind, claiming that I'm being too harsh on the kid for being a kid, and that I'm ruining Frank's graduation, oh and God. that I'm turning back my back on my family, etc., etc., etc. I don't feel bad about this since I've been putting up with his insults for weeks. He's refused to stop, even though I've asked him many times, and he's old enough to not do something like that. However, I thought I'd get an outside opinion, just in case. Am I the asshole? Now, when you read the title, I immediately said yes. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, like that just seems petty. Hearing the context, I'm on the fence. Here's my thing. I think... Because, like, y'all all plan that you're going to get him this gift anyway. Yes. And we're still really proud of him. I think you still should. However. Yes. I think that this is the perfect opportunity for a gag. Mm-hmm. So, put, put, put your $200 in. Let's buy the mm-hmm. PS5. Let's do the whole graduation party, everything, blah, 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 blah. We give the little, tiny little gifts. And then at the very end, when everybody else is partying, having a great time, you sit Frank down. And you sit next to him. And you say, Frank, you know... We were all going to pitch in to get you a PS5. But I just decided that I don't really think you deserve one because you're a fucking asshole. Right. (laughs) And then so, you know, I could have pitched in to give you this PS5, but I decided against it. He's going to just crack. He's going to be like, oh, oh, man, I really wanted a PS5. I'm so sorry. Blah, 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 blah. You wait like two weeks. Just let him seethe. Wait, two like weeks two weeks. Yeah. And then and then you unbox the PS5, you pull it out of somewhere, and you'd be like, here, Frank. Covered in BTS stickers. Covered in... <laughs> <laughs> that actually that's might be a That's immediately where my mind went. Forget the whole prank. Just no, unbox just... it, and there's BTS stickers all over it. Because, okay, and that, and that's why I was on the fence, because I was like, part of me is like, don't buy it, because obviously, like, she, like they're saying, if they're not... If Frank's not... It's Frank's going to dog your interest. Why should you contribute towards theirs? Right, exactly. But then also, you've already agreed to help. It right. feels, like, worse to be, like, no. And especially because it's, like, it's not like they can just be, like, all right, whatever. Like, we'll just cover your portion. Like, they already can't. So right. I think you've already agreed. Just help. But, yeah, have that conversation of, like, I helped you with your interests. You, like, I'm not interested in PS5s. You don't have to do this to me. But also... To the parents, because yeah. afterpay is a thing. <laughs> Not afterpay. You could put it on a so payment plan. You could do it on Klarna. <laughs> like, you could uh, put it on a payment plan really and not could, make your kids pay and for sure another Best kid's Buy gift. has it. Like, they have payment plans and stuff. You, so could, I'm you like, could put it on a payment plan. Yeah. You really like, could. Get him possible. a used PS5 and put it on a payment plan. That too. Because this is a child. So. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, let's rewind. Frank... Frank. Frank was doing so bad, and then halfway through eighth grade, he suddenly getting straight A's and is making honor roll. All it you you can do terrible, but then just halfway through a semester, you'll make honor roll again. Like I know I've been out of academics for a little bit, but that does not make sense to me. Maybe he got Unless a really good just, tutor. Maybe he got maybe, a really good exceptional teacher that really pushed him over the edge. You know, who knows. We don't no. know Frank's life. We don't know Frank's tea. We just know we that he hates BTS. But I know. <laughs> right. Which is still like, okay, Frank, there's clearly something else going on here. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, I I think you should do it because you agreed. But also I, now with this context of you can do afterpay, the family should not put it on you to be responsible for paying for his gift. 
mm-hmm. if the Franks get. Mm-hmm. But also, pull a Frank. Do something. Like... I think that there deserves to be a little bit of hijinks, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't just get it and it's like, okay, nothing. Because then, especially, Frank's going to continue. So Yeah. What would be funny is if y'all just had the PS5 out or whatever, like, in your room or something like that. If you could convince the Paris to let you do this, I think that would be a funny gag. Where he comes home one day and the PS5 is in your room with all your BTS stuff. And he's like, oh my god, where do you get a PS5? And you're just like, "Mm." BTS bought it for me. Right. Jungkook sent it for me. <laughs> they sent it personally. They signed it? Yeah. Okay. But no, I, I think that would... Something. You have to do something. Which definitely is like... I think also that'll make it not as like giving an apology. And more right, like, yeah. let's, you know, come to some common ground. And like, yeah. I think having it in a playful prank... Playful, yeah. Not malicious. Will be better, playful. yeah. Because playful. if you do it like that, then it's like... No hurt feelings. You both are laughing about it in the end, right? That's the whole point of it being mm-hmm. a prank and a joke. You're both mm-hmm. laughing, but you still get like that satisfaction of like, okay, cool. Like, we're Ooh, here's place. an example of a playful prank. My birthday's April first, mm-hmm. so sometimes when there was like a new system, I think they did this once or twice, where it would be my birthday and I would unopen gifts. Like, let's say I had a PS2, mm-hmm. but the PS3 is out already. I open my gift. All of the games that I'm opening. All the controllers I'm opening are PS3 stuff. And so yeah. I'm sitting there like, I have a PS2, guys. Like, y- y'all should know this by now. Like, <laughs> don't rub it in my face that I don't have this new system. And then yeah. later, you pull out the PS3 and it's like, oh, surprise. So y'all could just get him, like, PS4. Pretend y'all are just stupid and y'all know nothing about games. Right. I don't know what system he currently has, if he has any. And you get him, like, the new stuff. You show him the games first. And he's like, I don't have this. Blah, 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 blah. And then later, you pull out the thing. That's a funny, that, nice. yeah. I think so. And I think also after it happened, you could, I mean, it's hard because I'm sure you don't want to reveal Frank's parents' business to Frank, but like right. you could have that conversation of, you know, like we all chipped in to get you this gift because we knew it would make you happy and it's mm-hmm. your interest. Right. Um, notice how I'm not shitting on you for wanting to play your PS5, right. but like also you can enjoy your things without having to dog on mine. Like that's just yeah. it. Period. And if Frank doesn't learn at that point, you're just going to have to fight him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hand-to-hand combat a 14-year-old. Get into it. I mean, they're lanky. They can figure it out. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. When I was at Disneyland a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and I saw all these, like, lanky youths. I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> <But> you- <laughs> I, saw- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw all these lanky youths. At Disneyland, it was it was it like really sent me back to like being like a lanky kid. Listen, I get scared now when I see like gangles of like teenagers. It's so bad, but I'm automatically like, oh, like don't touch me, don't look at me. Like I know I like, tense up. I'm like, oh, oh, and I don't I don't know what it is. Like I went back to visit a teacher at my old high school, which I have strong feelings about. Not the teacher, just the act of going to this school. Fair. And I I went with Jack and we're walking around and I was like, we, were, we went with his sister because his sister knows the person that we were going to see. And I was like, oh, do we look like we could at least like, still attend school here? And she turns to me and she turns to Jack and she looks at Jack and she's like, yeah, you look like you could be here. And she's like, you kind of look like you have your life together. And I was like, you just mm. call me old? Like, is that you calling me old? But, I, right, I was like, I think, 
I think she just called me old in like a very respectful way. Thank you. But yeah, I don't, I, I understand the fear. Youth yeah. are scary. Yeah. They're like, they're going to do amazing things in the future. But right now I am terrified and I'm too far removed. So I agreed. I can't do it. 100 P. Yeah. That'll be it for our titular segment, the Ask Your Dad segment. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a little breaky break break. And when we come back, we're going to shout out some daddies of the day, even. Mm. Daddies of the day. That's okay. that's what it's that's what that segment's called. Um, goodbye. For now. <laughs> <laughs> we are back for the final segment of the show. Daddy of the day, 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 day. This is the segment where we shout out men who are adequate, who are doing what what is expected of them, but mm. also, you know, in doing what is expected of them, they're positive representations of masculinity. So good for them, I think. <laughs> <laughs> How many daddies do you have today, Tenema? I tentatively have one. Okay, but, we'll let yeah. you go first then. Okay. This should not come as a surprise. Mm-hmm. because I think I've mentioned him like two or three times now. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans. And I think I mentioned him last time as well. As you should. So I, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to say it's Mr. Evans. I'm... That's my... Nope. Yep, him. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to have to fight Lizzo for him. Lizzo has a man. Lizzo like made a red carpet debut with... With a man. However... I, I saw the We video. can have multitudes... That's fair. I'm not going to fight Lizzo. I just think, like, we can... Share. We both are in relationships, so we can swap just out. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, Smart. it's it's better for Smart us. Wise. Yeah. I like this. Okay, I support that. Yeah. Go see um Chris Evans' new film, Buzz Lightyear. It's just Lightyear. It's just Lightyear. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> Lightyear, which I realized that this movie is the movie that mm-hmm. Andy went to go see... That In got theaters. Andy to buy Buzz Lightyear, and that's the point of the movie. I hear that, but it also doesn't make sense. To that's me, the truth, like, though. That's what it is. I I hear it, but I'm like, what Andy would have been seeing this in the '90s? Yeah, it's just crazy to me. But or wait, mm, never mind. Too deep. I'll but my question, my follow up question, is for Andy from his perspective: mm-hmm. Is this an animated movie? Or is this that's a live-action film? And I think he, it's a live-action film. Because he, But that does, that's why it doesn't make any sense. Because I'm like, so this whole storyline of him like getting lost in the future, is that the movie that Andy's seeing? Or is, you know, because I'm like, that doesn't... That's the movie that Andy's seeing. But that just and that's like what they made the toys off of. Child, you know? Like that, I would not comprehend that as a child. Children that's are going like, to watch this movie. <laughs> Real-life children are going to watch this it's movie. It's for us. It's for the children who watched Toy Story. It's not for the kids of today. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I think if it was for us, they would have put it on Disney Plus and not in movie theaters. I think they put it in movie theaters because families are going to go watch this so they can rack up them tickets. However, from what I have seen from (laughs) Disney Plus, if they're doing something that's specifically to appeal to older audiences turning red for instance was not right. in theaters okay. because it's appealing more to adults preteens to adults versus older children audience. and older audiences because almost every parent i know is like my kids are not watching turning red 
I put it on for the children in my life, and they're like, are they a red panda? And I was like, yeah, isn't it cute? No. No. They're literally enthused for the red panda, and then they're like, okay, (laughs) that's all I needed to say. Right. Okay, that's valid. I didn't consider that that was the formula they were using. I think that's kind of what it is. Because now they have, like, the the TVMA thing. Well, Encanto was in theaters, too, because it's kind of like a family film. But it got on Disney Plus really fast. Because they were like, we want we want the older audiences to see this, too. So let's put it on Disney Plus really fast. It was like a Thanksgiving. It was like the Disney Thanksgiving movie. You know how they always have, like, a Thanksgiving-ish release? Yeah. I just did not realize it was in theaters. Because it was, again, so fast. It was, like, November, and then by Christmas, it was on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Okay, good. I was like, did I... Was I conscious? Like, (laughs) I don't remember that, but okay, that makes sense. The promotion... It's funny how big Encanto got, because the Mm pre-promotion for that film was not smacking. No. I literally can't tell you that I saw a preview for it until it was on Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm. So... I heard the Pressure song before I watched the movie. Yeah. And I don't know if that was in, like, a little clip or something like that. I don't know if that was in a trailer. I saw it on TikTok, and then I saw everyone, like, talking about how older sisters need to – or older siblings, I should say, need to watch this because it really – they resonated with Lupita? Louisa. 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 You know, um, just call that girl Lupita. I, listen, and I and as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, I know that's not it, but I know it is L. Fair. Isa. Fair. Um, but yeah, and so that was what made me watch it. But I, I don't remember seeing anything before that. So. Okay. Well, Disney, step it up. Work Disney, work Chris Evans. I have four daddies, so I'm going okay. to go fast. Okay. So I can set Tenema free so she can go about her day. Okay. The first daddy that I have is an animated daddy, Connor Kent, a.k.a. Superboy, from the oh. iconic, thrilling, amazing unafraid to reference or not reference spit it out put it in a blender chew it up series young justice which has been on since i was literally 12 years old even though there's only four seasons anyway it's mm -hmm, exactly mm -hmm. (laughs) there was some big hiatuses cancellations that kind of thing um it's really good but i just realized because season four just ended and i just realized Mm -hmm. how far connor has come from his inception being introduced as this clone of Superman whose only prerogative was to kill Superman, just a simple angry boy, to a man capable of love, a man capable of subterfuge. I don't know what to call what they do on Young Justice. It's basically just like all of these sidekicks and young superheroes in the DC universe who are tasked with some undercover missions and stuff like that. Like they do the dirty work for the Justice League, basically. It's pretty fun. Um, and he's just, he's just such a, he's got a great head on his shoulders. It's weird to grow up with characters, mm-hmm. I will say. No, that's valid. Because when, you know, when you watch all of that character development and you parallel it to like real life stuff, it just feels like they're very, very real. And Connor feels like one of those really real characters, as well as most of the cast of Young of, Young, Young of Justice work mm, yep. of Young Justice. <laughs> um, so yeah, shout out to Connor and Superboy and the writers of Young Justice because they're doing the damn thing. I recommend everyone goes watch. Uh, words are happening to me. Yeah. 
I recommend everyone goes and watches Young Justice. It's on HBO Max. You can watch all four seasons. It's a thrilling, thrilling, thrilling journey. It's one of those shows that has time skips in between each season. So there's always some tea. There's always some juice. There's always some, oh, I thought they were dating. What happened to them? And you kind of find out throughout the season. It's great. Anyway, my next daddy is a literal daddy. Someone who literally just became a daddy. Mm -hmm. Jordan Fisher. I think that Jordan Fisher is quite rad. He sings the things. He sings Mm -hmm. down. I don't know if you guys have seen that video of the Disney Channel kids singing, do you want to build a snowman? And Jordan Fisher shutting all of them up because the newer eras of Disney Channel, they're not really singing like the old eras were. So it really took a Jordan Fisher to to carry them <laughs> across the finish Let's line. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, he's also the voice of one of the members of Four Town yes. in um, Turning Red, which we were just talking about. Um, he is the lead singer of the group, Robert. I have a turning red vinyl because I saw that I don't have self-control and also turning red is like the last Disney film that I watched when I was working at the daycare. So it was like the last like Disney moment that I shared with the kids. So it's going to be like it's a special place right there. Yeah. As well as Encanto, but Encanto was like a whole year's worth of content for those kids. So turning red was a little bit fresher. So we'll that one, that one's sticking with me as well. Um, yeah, I just think that he's rad. He sings mm-hmm. the things. He's um he's a fun guy. He's also in um to all the boys that to all the boys series. He's in the second yeah. movie, I think. I yeah. recently binge watched those three movies. Valentine's really? Day, I binge watched those three movies just for the fun of it. It's a pretty good series. It's oh, okay. It has moments. It it's has okay. Moments. Um, my next daddy is Brian Lee, who is a martial artist, an actor, and a performer person who's in Shang Chi. As well as everything, everywhere, all at once. He's the guy with the eyebrow slit. He's the security guard with the eyebrow slit in that movie. Yeah. He's He's got short hair. He does the... Mm, that's a spoiler. Can't say that. Mm? Something... Oh, mm-hmm. I know. Okay, mm-hmm. I know exactly who you're talking about. That jump into the... Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, can't unsee it. Anyway, I rewatched <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once last night with my siblings. And my brother, Shakir, is such a nerd about stuff like this. And so... Mm-hmm. When he came on the screen, he was like, oh, my gosh, it's Brian Lee. And I was like, who? And he was like, he, he like, does stunts. Like, he does all these, like, pranks and stunts and stuff on YouTube. Like, he's, like, he was, like, really big on YouTube. And then now he's been in all of these movies. Him and his brother and their whole team were in Chi as well. And now oh, they're in wow. this. And he was like, that's just so cool. Like, he was so excited. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, good. <laughs> but he's, like, really Love talented. That. Yeah. Him and his whole crew. I just wanted to shout him out specifically because the eyebrow slit is a moment. And I thought that was a look. And I think more men, grown adult men, should rock eyebrow slits. I think that it's a move. Let's yeah. bring it back. It was a moment for a time. Let's bring it back. Right. Um, so that's it for that. And then my last one. Because mm-hmm. every episode this month, I want to shout out a queer character in media since it's Pride Month and stuff. And mm-hmm. so the character that I would like to shout out for my final daddy of the day is Ricky from Pose. Yes. If you watched Pose, you know that he is just a fine chocolate man, but also he's doing the dances. He's dancing the things. And he has a really nice character arc, I would say. One of the nicer character arcs in the show, because by the end of the show, there are some characters that I didn't like as much as I liked in the beginning. Mm. But Ricky is one of the characters who I liked more and more with every season. That was shade at... um, (laughs) What's his name? Pray Tell. Some people really like Pray Tell, but I think that Pray Tell is a um, character to critique more than a character to stan. Okay. 
which is an unpopular opinion. Maybe we'll talk about it on another podcast. But boom, that's it <laughs> for our daddies, daddies of the day. There they are. Accept them, eat them up, look at them, follow them on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, <laughs> we're at the end of the podcast. So, what is that? If you want to follow <laughs> Tenema on Instagram, where can you do that? Uh, my Instagram is at Tenema All Star because I created it when I was 12. Work. That's T E N N E M A A L L S T A R. Work. Yes. Is there anywhere else that people can find you that you want to be found? <laughs> right. I was going to say, um,. <laughs> Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Just search Ew. for my name. Gross. I know. I'm like connections. No. Um, no. Just Instagram. Just That's Instagram. Good. Yeah. Fair. If you want to follow me on Instagram or any of the other places, you can follow me at Herman John Dad. Um, if you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it at Ask Your Dad Pod on Instagram and also Twitter. Um. Again, I'm going to promote my TikTok one more time. We're almost 2,000 followers. It's a really big deal for me for some reason. So if you want to go ahead and follow my TikTok, please be my guest. Um, And that's pretty much it. We will see you guys next week where I will be a completely different person. Either I will be right about to experience something in the water or I will have just experienced something in the water. Either way. I'm going to have a lot of shit to say. Also, Beyonce might drop something this week. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons. Honestly, I will be so mad if she drops something before this episode comes out and we didn't get to talk about it. No. I'll be back. We'll talk about we'll, it. Yeah we'll, yeah. we'll have a review episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for you guys. Um, have a great time. Thanks for chilling with us for a little bit. Stay safe. And um, drink some water. Uh, drink some fucking water, bro. Mm. Fill up your hydro. To myself, I should go do that. Go ahead. All right. That's it. Goodbye, podcast.